So when we jump into today, imagine, as best you can, try to put yourself in that position. Your best friend is back from college. You came back from college to honor your best friend's dad's death, who happens to be the king, but you're back. And then you see your best friend's dad's ghost. <laughs> and then you gotta tell your best friend, hey, I saw, like, I saw your dad's ghost the other night. <laughs> what? Like, what do you do? I love how Shakespeare puts this really weird stuff into our lives for us to have to deal with. But I just think that would be awkward at best. Yeah? Wait, which version are we watching today? Yes. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. And this is this the Draco Malfoy version? We're watching Gibson first. We're watching Gibson. I like Gibson. Gibson's ghosty stuff is the best. So let's do it. Ah, oh, TV's not on. Come on, TV. Come on. Let's go. Oh, hey. Oh, whoa. Easy there in the corner. Wow. Look what happens when you put that phone away. <laughs> hey. I love it. Hardy, what did you say? Nothing. Nothing. We're all good. Keep going. Keep going. You don't want to know. She's just sweet talking to the TV. Sweet talking to the TV. Yeah, baby. With a little tablet. Oh. I told you. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Let's get the line. Bring it, Ophelia. Ready? I should obey my lord. Oh, just look at those eyes. They're like daggers. It's so good. Bring it. No wonder Helena Bonham Carter is Helena Bonham Carter. <laughs> right? I don't know what to say there. She's just awesome. Has always been so, it looks like. All right, here we go. Horatio's got to tell his best friend that he saw his dead dad's ghost. <laughs> Weird. Hail to your lordship. Hey, hi. Horatio. Or I do forget myself. Uh, how fair are you, sirs? Oh. I'm very glad to see you, but what in faith make you from Wittenberg? Uh, truant's disposition, good my lord. <laughs> I would not hear your enemy say so. I know you are no true. But what is your affair in Elsinore? My lord, I came to see your father's funeral. I prithee do not mock me, fellow student. I think it was to see my mother's wedding. Oh. Indeed, my lord, it followed hard upon. Thrift! Thrift, Horatio. The funeral baked meats did coldly furnish forth the marriage table. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> Would I had met my dearest foe in heaven or ever I had seen that day, Horatio. My father, he thinks I see my father. I saw him once. He was a goodly king. He was a man, taken for all in all. I shall not look upon his like again. My lord. I think I saw him yesternight. So Hamlet just said, I feel like I see my father. And actually in the text it says, well, no, no, like in my mind, in my imagination, I pretend to see him. And Horatio's like, well, um, I, uh, I saw him last night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was not bad. Horatio, I love Horatio. Most people depict him as a yellow lab. Really just great guy. So, who? It's like, so, what, who, what? <laughs> My lord, the king, your father. <laughs> He's like, uh... <laughs> the king, my father. 
season your admiration for a while with an attempt here till I may deliver upon the witness of these gentlemen this marvel to you. For God's love, let me hear. Two nights together have these gentlemen, in the dead waste in the middle of the night, been thus encountered. A figure like your father appears before them. Thrice he walks by their oppressed and fear-surprised eyes within their truncheon's length, whilst they, distilled almost to jelly with the act of fear, stand jelly, down. Jello. <laughs> this to me, dreadful secrecy in part they did, and I with them the third night kept the watch, where, as they had delivered, both in time, form of the thing, each word made true and good, the apparition comes. I knew your father. These hands are not more like. But where was this? My lord, upon the platform where we watch. Did you not speak to it? My lord, I did. But answer made it none. Yet once, methought, it lifted up its head. And did address itself to motion like as it would speak. But even then, the morning cock crew loud. And at the sound, it shrank in haste away and vanished from our sight. Hmm. It is very strange. <laughs> That's As I do live, my honoured lord, tis true. Indeed, indeed, sirs, but this troubles me. Hold you the watch tonight. We do, my lord. What? Looked he frowningly? What a countenance more in sorrow than in anger. He fixed his eyes upon you most constantly. Mm. I would I have been there? It would have much amazed you. <laughs> I will watch tonight. Ah! A chance to walk again. I warrant it will. If you have hitherto concealed this sight, let it be tenable in your silence. Still. Don't tell anybody. Your duty to your honor. Your love is as mine to you. Farewell. Page 170, end of scene. My father's spirit. All is not well. I doubt some foul play. But the night will come. Till then sit still, my soul. Foul deeds will rise, though all the earth overwhelm them to men's eyes. Hmm. I've had so many people actually call that a Bible verse when they say it. I'm like, I think that's Shakespeare. <laughs> Popular quote, foul deeds will rise, though the earth overwhelm them to men's eyes. Your sins will find you out. Yeah. So he just said, like, foul play. He thinks it's bad. He thinks something's up. Wait, so if there's a ghost that shows up, does that mean, like, it didn't, like, the dude didn't die peacefully? So, like, his ghost come back to revenge? That's some good testing there. That's a good, that's good, good right? We're going to do that. Yeah, I, I think that fits well. And that we're, so for the next half hour, that's what we're going to talk about. That's what Hamlet has to figure out. What you uh, are asking is, he's like, okay, so why is dad coming back? I wonder if there's something messy. Was he happy or sad? Ghosty. Ghosty talks. Oh, that's sick. I know. Here we go. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So he said he was about to talk, but he didn't. So he's waiting to talk to who? Hemi. Shall we? Be ready. Okay. Onward and to the top of the castle. That's what they do. Um, go to page one eight zero, Act One, Scene Four. It's about a 
15 minute scene, we have a half hour, we'll do our best to work our way through it. I'll have a few thoughts for you at the end. And that'll end act one, which should set you guys up to read and watch at this point, okay? So, here we go. I'm gonna stop it a few times just to warn you. Look at those Great Danes. What's he got in his hand? Ophelia. Sad mommy. <laughs> right. Oh, hey. Dad. more honored in the breach than the observance. Love that. He's totally what? He's totally drunk, right? Um, this is 180-181. I love this character development moment. It's one of my faves for Hamlet. He's the prince. Where is he supposed to be? At the big party with the king and the queen. He's the prince. He's supposed to be at the party. But he says, this is a party more honored in the breach than going. I'm honoring the party more by not going than going. Why? Because what are they all doing? They're told, well, they're, they're celebrating the wedding, so there's that layer of it. But also, they're just get, totally getting drunk. He's like, I don't want to go get drunk, right? And then they're going to see, um, if you go to page, let me get this right, 356. They insert some lines. They're great lines, actually. You can see why Second Folio has them. But basically, you get this concept that I want to connect the dot for you. Who has studied Beowulf? Okay, gotta do it. Study Beowulf, really famous. Um, you're gonna get Rothgar, King of the Danes, all right? And Rothgar, King of the Danes, has a mead hall. And in his mead hall, back in the day, they would all get drunk and have big parties. Um, unfortunately, they would do that while they were worshiping God. So at their worship parties, uh, they would all get drunk. And then a demon, a demon creature named Grendel would come and eat them up while they would get drunk, right? Yeah, he'd eat them up, right? Crazy. So this is kind of the old legend for the Danes. But there's, it's a famous story. So look at this, though. Rothgar king of the Danes gets his whole group drunk and when does the demon show up? When, they get when they're drunk is when he shows up. So Beowulf oh, comes oh, Beowulf comes to fight the demon and he doesn't get drunk and he's able to do what? Fight, fight the demon. So you can kind of see the parallel, the connections and the metaphor that the alcoholism is bringing the destruction. And if you're going to be a hero, don't get drunk, right? Well look at this. Claudius, king of the Danes, is getting drunk at a party. And who, our hero, Hamlet, is what? Yeah. Not getting drunk. And what or who is about to show up? <laughs> Ghosty. Now, we're not going to necessarily call him a demon oh, yes. yet. <laughs> but we're going to at least analyze what he calls Hamlet to do. And what's at least do we know that he tells him oh, to do? He probably tells 
Get revenge, right? Would an angel from heaven come and tell you to get revenge? <laughs> I doubt it. So I just think it's interesting that Shakespeare layers that in. And it's pretty subtle. Most people miss it. But when you dig into this moment, it's pretty powerful. Fair enough? Onward. Teachable moment. There we go. This heavy-headed rebel East and West makes us traduce the text of other nations. Yeah, everybody like, we're a bunch of drunkards. They clip us drunkards, and indeed it soils the pith and marrow of our attribute. Yeah, I like that about Hammy. He's a college student who won't go to a drunken party. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. Yeah, bite shrewdly. It is very cold. What hour now? It draws near the season wherein the spirit held his wont to walk. Here's the, the lines from later, Folio 2. So oft it chances in particular men that for some vicious mole of nature in them, their virtues else be they as pure as grace, shall in the general censure take corruption huh. from that particular fault. One thing can corrupt a really great person, right? Ah! Ghosty! <laughs> that is so... Can you imagine this happening? Like, tonight? <laughs> ah! Angels and ministers of Christ defenders. I'm not gonna stop it a ton, but what's his first line when he sees a, a ghost? Angels and ministers of grace defend us. That's a good first line. <laughs> That's a great first line. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Uh, page 181. Again, I'm doing character development for you, so i got to stop it a few times. We're also going to look at character of this ghostie. Okay? But what would you do? What would be your first lines if tonight you actually saw a ghost? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. Not say anything like... <laughs> at least Dominguez talked about it in class today. <laughs> you know? Holy cow. Does Hamlet's worldview allow for supernatural? Yeah. yeah, we're good. Here we go. They're all like, ah, here it is again. Be thou a spirit of health or goblin damned. And with the airs from heaven or blasts from hell, be thy intents wicked or charitable, I will speak to thee. Right. I'll call thee Hamlet. King. Father. Royal Dane. Oh, answer me. 
Now you hear him. You can be good or bad. Angel or demon. I don't know, but I want to talk to you, whatever you are. So he has to test the spirits. He doesn't know which one it is. Do not, my lord. Why? What should be the fear? I do not set my life at a pin's feet. And for my soul, what can it do to that? Can it touch his Being soul? Being a thing immortal as itself. So what if it tempts you toward the flood, my lord? Or to the dreadful summit of the cliff that beetles o'er his base into the sea, and there assume some other horrible form which might deprive your sovereignty of reason and draw you into madness? Like a demon. Think of it. Yeah, he's like, eh, okay. <laughs> I'll follow it. You shall not go, my lord! Hold off your hands! By heaven, I'll make a ghost of him that lets me. Whoa. Stay away! <laughs> he's gonna talk to this thing, isn't he? Oh, oh, there he is. Hey, Ghosty. Go on. I'll follow thee. <laughs> That'd be so freaky. <laughs> what he said to there too and for my soul what can it do to that right he knows his soul is safe so he's not afraid right he does need to be careful act one scene five here we go page 185 hamlet and ghosty chat term to walk the night and for the day confined to fasting fires Ooh, fire huh but that i am forbid to tell the secrets of my prison house huh. i could a tale unfold whose lightest word would harrow up thy soul yikes list list oh list If thou didst ever thy dear father love, revenge his foul and most unnatural murder. Murder? Murder most foul, as in the best it is, but this most foul, strange and unnatural. Tis given out that sleeping in my orchard a serpent stung me. Oh, serpent. But now thou noble youth. The serpent that did sting thy father's life now wears his crown. <gasps> Who? Oh, my prophetic soul. He knew it. He's like, I knew it. My uncle. Aha. Uh -huh. By that incestuous and adulterate beast, <laughs> with witchcraft of his wit, with traitorous gifts, one to his shameful lust 
the will of my most seeming virtuous queen. But soft. Oh. Uh-oh. Methinks I sent the morning air. Brief let me be. Sleeping within my orchard. My custom, always of the afternoon. Upon my secure hour, thy uncle stole with juice of cursed ebony in a vial, and in the porches of mine ears did pour the leprous distillment. Ooh, poison. Thus was I sleeping by a brother's hand of life, of crown of queen, at once dispatched. Cut off, even in the blossoms of my sin. Ooh. No reckoning made, oh. but sent to my account with all my imperfections on my head. Oh, horrible. Mm. Oh, horrible. Most horrible. If thou hast nature in thee, bear it not. Let not the royal bed of Denmark be a couch for luxury and damned incest. <laughs> Howsoever thou pursuest this act. Oh, catch this. Taint not thy mind. Huh. Nor let thy soul contrive against thy mother aught. Leave her to heaven. Hmm. And to those thorns that in her bosom lodge to Fare thee well at once. The glow one shows the matin to be near, and gins to pale his ineffectual fire. Adieu. Adieu. Keep going. Got a few minutes. I gotta use all of them to get to the bell here. What just happened? <laughs> Ghosty told Hemi that Ghosty was murdered, or his dad was murdered by. Yeah. Um, Uncle Claude. Serpent. A serpent stung me. Serpent sounds familiar. Alright. How? He's taking a nap, and what does Claude do? <laughs> Dumps poison in his ear. Ooh, okay, time out real quick. I'm gonna drop a few, just boom, boom, boom for you. But what's the poison in the play? No, you could be like, well, wait, which which type of poison? No, no, no. Poison into someone e someone's ear causes death. What's the poison in the play? So you have that, so just keep that in mind. But then he says this, go to page 29, everybody go there. And by the way, he's talking about fire. Where's Ghosty coming from? I, I doubt those are little heavenly campfires. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Look what he says. I remember 
Oh my gosh, I remember being in England watching Hamlet. I got us, I got a seat down close, and this actor came to the front. <laughs> I almost wet my pants. He comes in, and he's like, "Oh, horrible, most horrible, horrible!" And I'm just like, "Oh my gosh!" He's screaming because what is the most horrible thing that could happen? Yeah, you go, you die. Look at what he says. Cut off, even in the blossoms of my sin. Unhouseled, disappointed, unannelled. No, circle the world, no reckoning made. But sent to my account with what? All of my sins, where? Not on the cross, where? On my head. Horrible! This guy's like screaming in the theater. I'm like, oh my gosh. Where is he coming from? If you want to call it purgatory, go ahead. But it sounds a lot like something else. <laughs> right? And he's not allowed to tell the secrets of this crazy play. And he's not happy. Woo! Then he says, he comes in. Revenge, right? Get revenge, Hamlet. Please get revenge. Time out. Would God send someone to Hamlet and tell him to get revenge. Why do we know for certain that God would not do that? What was that? He says, turn the other cheek. So you have that. So that's huge. In the flesh. And then you get vengeance is mine. Yeah, so you have both. You have both. Turn the other cheek. Why? Not because we don't need justice. Not because God doesn't care. God just says, let me take care of revenge. You'll screw it up. <laughs> Huh. Right? Did God have someone take revenge? Like in the <coughs> Old Testament, like the Israelites were ordered to like annihilate other nations because of what they did. Well, and we'll talk about that more later, but I think it's really important here, right? Is, is he going to tell this dude to come and tell him what to get revenge? Probably no. not. Couldn't no. his revenge be from his damnation? It could be. I just think it's really interesting that we're not going to get an angel, we're not going to get Michael or Gabriel, we're not going to get God telling Hamlet to get revenge. Vengeance is mine, and we don't need revenge anymore after the cross, because all the punishment is where? Justice is served on the cross. Done. So, I, I want to do character development for you. This doesn't have to be a demon, but could this be a demon trying to trick Hamlet? Yes. Yeah. Could it just be ghosty dad coming from wherever, saying, get revenge! I'm stuck here, burning up in fire. Could it be that? It, I, I just, I have a, you can make a case for it. I'm going to have a hard time buying it. Does that make sense? Horrible, horrible. Yeah, horror! Like, oh my gosh. Maybe he's Evan upset so to be there. Horrible, what? Guys. Maybe he's upset to be there and just, not back. Well, if he was from heaven, he wouldn't come down and tell Hamlet to kill. Yeah, to get revenge. And he, but he does say this. I want you to look at this on page 190. Get revenge. And then he says this line. you got to highlight it. It's really, I think it's the tension of the play. But howsoever thou pursuest this act, taint not thy mind. And don't go for, mom, don't go for mommy. He just said, get Claudius off the throne. This murderous, adulterous beast is running the country. You should be. And he killed me. Get him. Get him off the throne. Oh, but boy, by the way, don't sin. 
Sorry, I'm laughing. Right? So, fight evil without sinning. That's really what? That's really hard to do, isn't it? And I think to me, that line creates the tension. Because does Hamlet need to get Claudius off the throne? Yeah. Now, we've got to do some testing here. Because could Ghosty be lying? Yeah, could it be a demon? Could it be a hallucination? It'd be weird to have a group hallucination, but whatever, you know. So could so Hamlet's gotta figure this out. So A, he's gotta figure out is Ghosty real and is Ghosty telling the truth? Second, if Ghosty is telling the truth and Uncle Claude is on the throne, I've gotta fight evil and get Claude off the throne before he gets me without sinning. To me, that's why I find such deep connection in this play. We are told by God to destroy the works of the devil, to fight evil on this planet, to bring the kingdom in without sinning. <laughs> oh my gosh. How do you fight porn and the porn industry without sinning? How do you fight sex trafficking without sinning? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so hard, isn't it? So hard. And then he comes in, and he says his last lines, adieu, 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 three times, which is huge. What's adieu? It's bye for, it's not see you later, it's goodbye forever. Ah! He does, he comes back a little bit, so he's sneaky. He's sneaky. Sneaky ghosty. All right. Not really. We know that he killed Fortinbras's dad. Okay. So he got that. And his name was Hamlet. And his name was Hammy. Okay, a couple more thoughts, and the bell's about to ring, but let me just get a few more thoughts in here. I love this last thing. Hamlet has a father who comes in and says, get revenge. He doesn't say, please forgive Claude and clean this whole thing up. He says, get revenge, right? And then he says this, remember me. Now, when I take communion, what does the person giving the communion say that I am doing this in remembrance of who? Jesus. We've got two dads in the play right now. There are two dads in this scene. You've got ghosty dad saying, get revenge, remember me. And you've got a heavenly father saying, forgive and remember me. Which one? Do this, the cup of forgiveness, the cup of salvation. My body was broken for you. Jesus says, remember me. Remember me and the forgiveness I gave you so you can give it to others. Hamlet's dad comes back and says, get revenge and remember me. Hamlet's got to pick. Right? Which dad's he going to pick? Well, are we supposed to obey our parents? Except what? When they what? Yeah, when they go against God. Then you're supposed to do what? Disobey your parents. I just think it's interesting. This is a play about families. But we've got a half-dad in Polonius already. And now what kind of a dad do we have? We've got a ghosty dad coming back from wherever 
asking for revenge, saying, remember me, remember me. And then we also have another dad, Uncle Claude's a new dad, and how's he doing? <laughs> yeah, I killed your dad and stopped crying over it, and let's go. Like, how are the dads doing? Oh, and by the way, how are the moms doing? We have one non-existent and the other one who lets somebody bully her own son in public. How's it going? <laughs> I, I would actually go so far as to say that in some respects, I think Shakespeare is writing this play to you guys, to kids growing up in families with moms and dads. And you're at that place where you have to deal with it, don't you? Who am I going to listen to, earthly dad or heavenly dad? Wouldn't it be nice if I, when I listened to earthly dad, I was listening to heavenly dad? Because that's the design. Does that always happen? Mm -hmm. yeah. I would go so far as to say this is a tragedy. You know, the tragedy's already started with the parenting. How's the parenting going? We got some really bad parenting going on, don't we? Yeah. All right. Remember me. Any thoughts, questions, or comments here before the bell rings? <coughs> yeah. Um, he says like the glow one shows yeah. the Latin to the mirror. It's just like, <coughs> beautiful. It's almost morning. Yeah, it's almost morning. But he like. It's crazy. Well, the light, the sun is about to rise. The, the morning is coming. Coming. Like the way he says it, it's just like beautiful. That's Mark Epiphany. Um you'll see in the next lines, we don't really have time for them, but page one ninety and one ninety one. Hamlet says basically, remember thee, remember thee. Look at top of 191. Yea, from the table of my memory, I'll wipe away all trivial fond records. Saws, books, forms, pressures past, youth and observation copied there. And in thy commandment, all alone shall live within the book. Right? Look at what he says here. Yes, yes, by heaven, most pernicious woman. Oh, villain, villain, smiling, damned villain. Right? He's like, how can one smile and be a villain? He's looking at Claude through the window. And then you'll see at the end here, um, we get this. Oh, right? There are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in our philosophy. And we'll pick up there at the end. But Hamlet's like, okay, all you guys, don't say a word about this. Don't give me up. He actually says at the end here, I'm going to act a little crazy here because i got to figure out what's going on first before I do anything. So I need you guys to help me out with this. And we'll look at that on block day as the premise for the rest of the play is when is Hamlet pretending to be crazy? When is he not pretending, <laughs> right? And uh, how do you do this? How do you move forward after an experience like that? How do we test the spirits? Who can he trust? Can he trust Horatio? Hopefully, hopefully, we got to figure out who we can trust in all this. Mm -hmm. And uh, as this unfolds, right, we now have heard, and there you go, Partain, right? We now know that Claudius did it. Although, do we know that? 
Well, we if if we can trust Ghosty, then we know it. But is Ghosty trustworthy? Right? Do we know that? So how do we figure out who's trustworthy? How do we fight evil without sinning? Exactly. We just we got to figure this out. We've got to figure it out. Maybe his wife murdered him, and he wants to frame his brother. Exactly. Like there's so many ways to theory. So many theories. See you guys. Remember me. <laughs> now we have a third day. Oh no! <laughs> nice. Oh wait, we gotta stop it. Wait, stop, stop. Thank you, Mel. Mel, you're opposite. Awesome. Now we have a third day. <laughs>